Sorry that it took me so long to get everything together. I had to go to the store. I hope y'all can hear me. Um, I had to go to the electronic store to get more RAM for my MacBook. And I also got this uh, neat little mic for the podcast. Open the fucking box up and it's missing the cord to connect it to my Mac. So I'm going to have to go back. Um, since my, as y'all can see, my phone is so far away, um, cause I'm also recording everything, all the podcasts will be updated to the YouTube channel that I'm starting for the podcast. Um, so today, if anyone needs to talk or anything like that, y'all won't have to use the Snapchat to call me, um, cause I can't see the comments. My phone is so far away. Um, I can't see any of that. So... But today, um, we're going to be talking about something that makes a lot of people uncomfortable, which is death. Um, last week, at the end of, after last week's podcast, I was kind of fretting around, like thinking like, okay, what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to do? I don't have another guest. I don't have a guest for this week. And so I was looking for another guest for this week and I couldn't think of anything. Then I realized what today's date is. And seven years ago on the 30th, I lost a um, a really good friend of mine. Um, And I've never really lost anyone ever before then, not family members, not anything. I hope y'all can see me. This is so bad. (laughs) Um, But I lost somebody, I never really lost family members. I never really lost like any close, like super close friends. I never really lost any of that. So to lose my friend was needless to say, pretty earth shattering. Like it's crazy because the day he died, um, it was raining and it rained for like a week straight after he died. But every year since then, and now it'll be seven years on the 30th, it's always been sunny, it's always been bright, it's always been pretty. And um, I'm a pretty happy person, I'm a pretty outgoing person, and I, I really know how to deal with negativity pretty well, especially to turn it around and turn it into a positive experience. I really know how to deal with it. But um, when it comes to death, I'm completely clueless. I don't know how to tell someone it's gonna be okay because it's not. You're, it's everybody copes with it differently. What I do to cope with um, death or anything like that is I I have basically. Um, Sorry, it's just a little, it's still a little hard. But I save all my mourning for this day. For the day, well not this day, on the 30th. So that's Sunday. I save it for that day and that day only. I I think about him throughout the year, yeah. But on the day that he died, that's when I, I go to his grave. As of lately, the past two years, I've always been in Richmond, Virginia for his memorial. I think I've only, in seven years, I think I've only missed two. This will be my second one I'm missing for this year. And I'm like that because I was so hard on him. I was so hard on him and his twin sister. I was hard on both of them. Um, 
and to the point where like I almost I almost got to fighting with his twin sister and so once everything kind of like evened out you know high school antics um everything was good they're they were both really really great people um love them both um if you don't know who I'm talking about, um, Selma is her first name, and Ahmed is her twin brother. And I can only imagine how it feels to lose your twin, and then to lose him at 16 years old. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget where I was when I got that phone call. Um, it was right after I graduated high school. I was going to Fortis College for massage therapy and they called and my phone was blowing up blowing up like I'm in class and I'm like yo what the fuck is going on so many people call me so many people text me so many people were um messaging me from Facebook and everything like that and I finally called uh, someone back and they were like look you need to get to MCV because that's where they have this person that's where they have that person this person is in these two people are in ICU and Ahmed is is dead and it's just like what like <laughs> It's always like the first thing you always think about is, damn, I just saw this person. I just literally saw this person, whether it was the day before, a couple hours before, a week before, two weeks before, you just literally saw this person. And when I think about death, I think about it as this. We all know where we're going. We all know where, we, where we're going. There's point A. And that's where you were born. And then this is, there's point B. And everybody knows point B is death. You know you're going to get in the, you're going to end up in there at some point. Point B is death. You have point A, you have point B. And in between those two times, those two destinations, you have life. And you have to live that shit. Like so many people, and that's why I talk to people so much because our generation wants to walk around like y'all ain't got no feelings and why do you want to walk around like you you don't have any fucking feelings when you know where you're going to end up you know that you're going this is where you're going to end up whether you whatever you believe happens after death that's that's when i i'm not touching on that i'm touching on everybody dies everybody dies everybody dies it, it's it's inevitable you're not going to be able to get past that point or anything like that it's gonna happen and you can't do anything about it but live your life in the meantime so why short yourself on feeling everything that you can feel the good and the bad it's like so many people complain about this little thing or that little thing. Like I work in customer service and I work for Hulu. Like there's no lie, I do work for Hulu. And people call to complain about the simplest things. And sometimes I think to myself, like you must have never really gone through anything to be calling and complaining about an app first and foremost. But 
back to the subject at hand for the everybody has lost someone and what's ironic is this week I chose to talk about death and I called my mom I was on the phone with my mom and you know I work overnight and all my family lives on the east coast so I'm three hours behind all of them so I catch up with everybody normally on my days off which is Friday and Saturday and I'm talking to her and she doesn't she hasn't listened to any other podcast yet she didn't know what I was doing this week she didn't know what the topic at hand was and she told me that my uncle Sammy not uncle Sammy I'm sorry my uncle Moses um he's not gonna come out of he's not gonna go into remission for his cancer and basically is at the point where they have to make him as comfortable as he can be and that's my grandfather's brother um and i'm like i said i've never even to this day i still have never really lost any family member that was close to me that i really felt really close to and even though me and my uncle moses aren't the closest he's someone that i've known my entire life really and so this is going to be the first time when it does happen um hopefully it doesn't you know they're just at the point where it's just like you know there's nothing else that we can do it's pretty much just a matter of time and the first thing that came out of my mouth was when do you want to go see him and what's crazy is i have so much going on with me she has so much going on with her we have so much going on in our individual lives and then in our in our lives together it's like it's so hard to figure out okay when can we go to boston to at least see him like we know what's going to happen but i do want to see him before it does happen and it's going to be hard for me and i don't really know how i'm going to cope with it i've like I said, I was never really close to him, but when I lost my friend, I cried for weeks on end, like steadily cried. And I just felt so bad. I felt because the people that were around when he died, these are the same people that were supposed to be protecting him. He was 16 years old and he wanted to play football. I remember sitting in the hotel room right before my graduation and sitting there and talking to him. And he was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try out for, for football next year. And he was just so excited for the next school year. And I believe he was going to be a junior. And then that happened. And the first thing you think about, like I said, when you hear somebody has died or anything like that you think of damn i when was the last time i saw this person or damn i just saw this person so basically what i'm trying to say is please don't short yourself out of this feeling process that is life because you already know what's gonna happen we all already know what's gonna happen and it's the it's the inevitable. There's nothing that you can do at all to stop it from happening. You're, you're not gonna live forever. The people that you love aren't gonna live forever. Um, the people that you hate aren't gonna live forever. So 
if you get in a relationship or if you start messing with someone and you catch feelings for that person, please tell the people that you love that you love them. Tell them that you miss them. Tell them that you need them. Tell them that. Tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them everything that you feel on the inside. And because you, you as even for yourself, you might be that same person where everybody's like, damn, don't, you know, I just saw this person. Da, 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 da. Don't, everybody goes through life and they forget that. That this day can be your last hell i even do it i'm not even gonna lie i forget that this today could be my last day this might be the last time y'all talk to me on this podcast this it might be the last time you have an opportunity to tell me whatever you need to tell me and i'm just using myself as an example because i'm putting myself out here to talk to everybody to tell them like look like this this ain't this ain't forever this is temporary and really all you have is yourself and your perspective and at the beginning middle and end of the day all you have is yourself you wake up by yourself initially even if you share a bed with someone and you go to sleep by yourself when you die you're going in that grave or that um either a grave or urn whichever one you choose to go to and I just, I just hope and I just pray that you let every single person in your life know how you feel. Don't, don't short yourself of, of feeling because you're not going to be able to feel. You're not even, you're not going to be able to tell these people, look, I'm sorry for this, or I'm sorry for that, or this really meant something to me when you did this or so on and so forth. Like you you really have to, like, I just, I keep trying to, I don't really know how to say this because I've been practicing. I know I've been kind of like practicing talking in the mirror about this, this topic without crying. Um, because it's very, it's very sensitive. It's very touchy. And I know it reaches, this is a topic that everyone can relate to. There may be a million and one other topics that I will be doing on this podcast, talking to people about and everything like that, but death is definitely something that everyone can relate to. It's something that happens to everyone. It's something that everybody finds their own way of coping because you you lose people on different degrees. You lose people who are the other half of your child. You lose people who birthed you. You lose people who took care of you. You lose people who you have you love. And one of the saddest things that I've seen is that whole Romeo and Juliet type of situation where that girl killed herself and then the dude killed himself right behind her and a lot of people probably I I can see both sides of it quite honestly um like I said if anybody wants to talk about this topic I see a comment but I can't see it from all the way over here so if anybody needs to say anything, wants to say anything, wants to voice an opinion or anything like that, if y'all can't hear me very well, please call the Snapchat podcast. Um, it is Better Left 
un-t-i-t. I couldn't fit the whole untitled Snapchat wouldn't let me. Um, anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. I don't remember where I was. You lose people that you care about. You lose people that are the other half of your child, other half of you. Oh, the Romeo, Romeo and Juliet situation, right? So um, I know a lot of people definitely looked at that and was like, yo, that's so stupid. Why would he do that? What about all the other people that he cares about, that cares about him, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah, that's true. But when he's feeling in this moment, that's what he, in that moment, that's what he was feeling. And no one could tell him that he was wrong. Maybe he didn't get a chance to say everything that he wanted to say. Maybe he didn't get a chance to, you know, tell her exactly how he felt. And he didn't really want to go on this world without her. And I, I don't, I don't agree with suicide. I don't agree with that at all because there's more people out there than just the person, than just you or the person that you're in a relationship with that care about you. I'm the only I'm an only child by my mother and I wouldn't I couldn't imagine doing that to her. I'm her only child. And me and my mother are like best friends and she's my rock and I love her. She's my she's my everything. And I know what's gonna happen one day to her and I just I told her like one day we were even talking like knock on wood that it doesn't happen but I was like I'm gonna have to have a, a whole family around me like my my spouse my kids or my just my kid and everything when that does happen because I don't have a father like I mean I have a father yeah but I don't have a father like I just have my mom like as I said in a couple podcasts before like the one before last week's um, I just found my father. So now I have my sisters and, you know, I'm pretty sure they'll be there and I'll have my nieces and my nephews when it all happens to help me cope through all of it, you know, but in that meantime, in that in between time, like I probably shut down. I'm not even going to lie. And it happens. And you need to embrace every feeling, good and bad, that you have when that person dies. Don't try to fight it. Don't try to understand it. Just and you just gotta kind of embrace those feelings. And if, please, goodness, black people, Hispanic people, if you think therapy is only for white people, you have issues like I don't even know how going to go see a therapist has to do with race but it does in different communities especially the black community if you've lost someone and you need to go talk to someone other than just your friends and your family go please for your own mental state and growing and going forward and carrying on with your life as that person would want you to do Please go talk to somebody. I'm not a psych. Your friends and your family, they're not psychiatrists. I'm just I'm just someone that can help get the ball rolling, but I can't take you to the place where you had peace of mind before this happened. And I can't guarantee you that talking to me is going to help 
better any situation. I like I, I I honestly don't. I can't say that. I can't promise you that. I can't say that, you know, talking to me or talking to whoever or and even other people who felt the same way about the person that you lost, they're not even gonna be able to help. You're gonna have to talk to someone to work through everything that is making you feel like you may want to commit suicide, that you don't want to go on living without this person or help you deal with issues that you need to say to this person that you thought you had more time or I was with this person when they died. I, I know people who were around family members while they took their last breath. That's a very haunting feeling. It, it makes you feel closer to that person, but when you think about it, when you rewind it in your mind and play it over and over and over and over and over again, it becomes more of a, a haunting feeling than one of comfort. So you need to go talk to somebody about it. You need to go voice and 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 tell someone and don't be ashamed. That's what they're there for. That's what they went to all this schooling for is to help you cope and deal. It's not ever, ever going to get better. It's seven years later and I still cry every year on his on the day he died. But ever since that first year that he died, it's been sunny ever since. It's never rained. Even here, I feel like California doesn't really count because it really never, ever rains. But even when I lived in um, Columbia, South Carolina, even when I was still living in Richmond, after then, it never rained. It never rained. And that's something that I definitely remember because when he died, it was it was thunderstorming like really bad. Like I'm talking about constant power outage, power outages, um, floods. It was like the sky was breaking, and it matched exactly how everyone else was feeling. And to see his mom break down and cry like that, and to you know, see his mom and his sister basically beg all of us to hug our loved ones, hug our brothers and our sisters, um, hug our parents and tell them that we love them because every you never know when it'll be your last day is something crazy, like super crazy. Like these people open their homes up to us to every, like for the first Four years they opened their homes up to us for you know to gather around either the front yard or the backyard say what we wanted to say share the memory that we had um I always got everybody crying because like I said I boohoo cry like I cry like it's it's kind of embarrassing about how much I cry but it's something that I have to do to, to cope. I, I share my last experience every single year. I share how hard I was on the both of them every single year. I share all of that. And I also share how I'm feeling that day, how far I have come since the day that he died in the coping and the healing process. And to see his sister grow into such a beautiful, beautiful, 
young woman is is nothing short of amazing. How she still opens her heart to love and is able to be in relationships and, and love a man and or a boy or whatever, you know, love someone and not be afraid to lose them after losing someone, her twin. And that's difficult. You know, I don't, like, I I wish I was closer to her. I do. I do wish that. I, I, I know that's my fault. I definitely should have should continued to reach out and things of that nature. But every time I do reach out to her, it's all love. Whenever I do need to talk, um, I asked her, you know, did you have any, I sent her a DM on Instagram um, earlier last week, asked her, did she have any video footage or pictures of, of her brother that she could send me? Um, she directed me to her Facebook and that's where I got all the pictures of the both of them. The picture that's posted, that's the both of them together. Um, and he was born in 95, so that would have made him, see, I'll be 25. So it'll be, I think they'll, they, they should have just turned, both of them should have just turned 22, I believe this year. Uh, I think I'm right. Um, I think I'm right. I hope I'm right. <laughs> but, you know, him celebrating his 21st birthday, that probably would have been nothing short of amazing. Um, I talk, uh, his mom used to share her dreams that she used to have with him, uh, about him, that he would come and visit her. And I totally believe all of that. I do believe that our loved ones that have passed away, regardless of what you believe in, definitely help guide us and even maybe even make themselves, different parts of themselves that we loved about them present in the people that we care about, whether it's your brother or your sister or your loved one or your like your significant other or anything like that. And then when even in your children, when you have children in the future, if you want to have children, I believe that, you know, maybe your grandmother may and like your kid may end up with your grandmother's eyes or um may end up with your grandfather's spirit as far as liveliness and excitement and ambition and, and so on and so forth. So people tend to shut down when they lose someone and I do it too. And it's okay to do that. I'm not saying not to do that. I'm just saying you have to pick yourself back up with any other, like with any other situation, any other problem, any other thing that you, you go on um, or against or I don't know I'm rambling at this point I really I'm just really trying not to like become emotional like I really am trying to convey that it's hard it's it's hard and don't expect it to ever get easier and the people who are trying to help people who have lost someone close to them I know people who who have lost a kid that were that's really young like around my age I know people who have lost their kid I know people who have lost their significant other I know people who have lost almost everyone around them to whatever violence or unexpected death or anything like that and I just want the people that's around 
these people that that's their support system when they lose someone is make sure that person is okay and not in the sense of like are you okay are you okay are you okay like don't don't do that don't be simple um i mean more so in the sense of do you need some groceries do you need me to come over and help with laundry or you know just the simple day-to-day things that they would now be struggling with because they can't get their mind together it's kind of like if you know somebody who has depression um to definitely check in on them or um who has bipolar disorder when they're up everything's great but then when they're down you you still have to check on them I, I encourage you to be that person's support system and be there in ways to help them with their everyday life. Because at this point in time, they could give a fuck less. They could care less if laundry gets done. They could care less if they eat. They could care less if they sleep. They could care less if anything happens at that point. They All they're thinking about is how do I go on from here? Or even if I want to go on from here. So try to make that person smile as best as you can, but really focus on checking in on them and making sure that they're okay as far as like their everyday life is concerned. Um, I definitely, when I was at I was still living at home when that happened so it was it was okay for me um it was all right for me to to be and feel like that it was it was okay because it didn't it didn't necessarily matter anymore um my camera is something something's going on with my camera so I'm gonna move closer and I'm gonna check out these comments that's going on Mm-mm. I don't know why it stopped. All right, but it stopped recording. So what are these comments are saying right now? Oh, you're late. <laughs> all right, so all right, cool. All right, I'm gonna stay right. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna move back. But if the person that said what's up is still in here, which is Nard, hey, what's up? What's going on? Um. We in the lobby. Yo, they are dope. Go check them out. Like, seriously. Like, they have some really good commentary. I really like their podcast and everything like that. Now I'm all up close and personal and shit. Um, But yeah, no one has called and said anything on the snap. Um, I would appreciate that. Because I really want to hear some of you guys' insight on this topic. Um, I know I'm not the only person that feels this way or has gone through these issues or anything like that. Um, P, if you are still in here, please help people understand how you keep... I know you told me like a couple weeks ago that you lost like three friends, but you were still very focused on um, everything else that was going on in your life. And I... If no one else tells you, I'm going to tell you, bro, that is that is something that's so admirable. I really wish that I could put my focus and hone it in so narrow that 
losing friends bothered me, but it didn't stop me from continuing what's going on with my life. All I can think about is, you know, I'm sure they would want that. <laughs> I'm sure they would want that. I'm sure they would want me to keep going, but you can't sometimes. Sometimes you're stuck and you're all you can think about is like, I wish I could call that person. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of us who, ha who continue to call that person's phone. Especially in the day and age of technology, when I when I see an RIP post or you know anything like that, if they tag that person's profile, I definitely try to go to that person's profile and definitely take a look and see what's going on. Like, what are people saying? And when was the the creepiest thing that I wish I didn't do, but I'm gonna admit that I do. I look at the last post that they had and when it was posted. How how long ago had it been posted? Some some are just hours before the RIP post went up. Some are a day or two before it goes up. It's just it's just wild when you lose someone. Like I don't I don't even know what else to say at this point, honestly. Like it's. <laughs> I feel like this is just this is such a hard topic to talk about, and I hope that I'm 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 talking about it as as best as I can, especially with everyone who's watching. Um, I hope that I'm not just rambling. I hope that you guys can to can relate to what I'm saying. I hope that if you do know someone that is going through this issue right now of losing someone and dealing with that death, I really hope that you are helping them out. I really hope that you're being as loving and as open and as caring and as supporting of them. I hope that when this podcast is over, you, you take this, even for the people who are going to watch and tune in a little bit later um, and see this up on YouTube later on next week. I really hope that once you're done watching this video, or even if you can pause this video or exit out of this video, even if you get to this point and you don't watch anything else, I hope you call someone that you know you need to call and you talk to them and you let them know what's up. Whether you're in love with them, whether you hate them, whether you... <laughs> You want to smack them in the face and then kiss them. Like, you need to tell these people how you feel, quite honestly and truly. Like, you have to tell your the people that you love that you love them. Um, hate is a very strong word. I don't play around with the word hate, but if you hate someone, if you can, if you can at least get that feeling out of you and just maybe either do whatever you do, pray on it, meditate on it, um, fucking drink through it or whatever, any pain that you have or hate towards any other person, I really hope that you file through those emotions and then let them go. Because everything, there's a, um, I'm going to use a quote from one of my favorite songs that I work out to. It's, um, Kevin Gates song and it's called what is, what's the name of the song I don't remember but at the beginning he says you know he's talking about you know grinding hustling and everything like that oh wish I had it I believe is the name of the song 
but he says something that's very important that applies to a lot of different situations. Anything in this world can be regained or can get you can get it back except for time wasted. You cannot get that back. You cannot get time wasted back. If you if you waste time and you procrastinate and you drag your feet and you drag shit out to the extent where it basically doesn't matter anymore, you're gonna have some issues. You're gonna have issues to the point where you're not gonna be able to ever learn how to communicate properly, how to tell people how you feel. And especially when it comes to love, a lot of people don't wanna seem weak don't want to seem soft you know everybody wants to be a savage like i said several several times several several times all right somebody sent me a message and it's p and he said he can't call right now but on the thought of death is starting to become draining due to the fact i went to a funeral last week then one of my good friends lost lost his mom a few days ago I gave him some money and told him I couldn't go to the funeral because it's starting to take a toll. I understand I understand people die every day, but when it's too close to home, it's a different feeling. And that's true. And like for 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 my advice when it when it comes to that is as long as that person understands that you're there to help them like I was saying like it is a different feeling and sometimes dealing with someone who has lost the same person that you have lost when it hits that close to home you don't need to be around that person because all you're gonna sit and do is is reminisce and depending on how you are that may be harmful for your mental that may be very harmful for your mental because all you're going to do is sit there and think like you're already going through things and the fact that you can't get away from that now you're sitting here talking to this person about oh remember that one time or damn that person had out of all of us this person had their life together and how could this happen to that person they never did anything to anyone they never hurt anyone yada 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 and that's hard so maybe you shouldn't be around someone who shares the same memories or the same connection as the person that you lost maybe you need to be around someone who doesn't even know that person so you can tell them their story. You can tell them when you're gone, when people die, the, the number one thing that I think about is what are people gonna say about me when, when it happens to me? Are people gonna say that I was a good person? Are they gonna say that I was manipulative, that I was a bad person or anything like that? And my voice is cracking because I'm starting to get emotional. So. That's the thing that I'm worried about, as far as me. You know what I'm saying? Leaving a um, something for like my kids to come back to, to to live off of. Like, of course, that's important to me and in everyday life. But um, you know, like, what are people gonna say about me? There's so many people that I have touched. So many people that I've 
I've come in contact with and I don't even care that I'm crying on camera right now. I don't give a fuck. Like, cause y'all need to understand, like y'all have to feel. Like stop trying to walk around here like y'all ain't got no fucking feelings. Like that, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Y'all wanna walk around here like y'all heartless, like y'all ain't got no feelings. And it makes me sad and it makes me upset because I know that your family didn't raise you that way. And if they did raise you that way, you know it's wrong. Deep down in your heart, you know it's wrong. You know that you need to say something to people. You know that you're living with these demons and all they're doing is, is bringing you down. All they're doing is tainting your soul. They're not helping you in any type of situation. And you need to let that go. You need to let that shit go like that ass. Like, you need to let that shit go. Like, I don't even care. Like, y'all can see me cry. I don't give a fuck if it helps somebody. And I hope it does. I really do. I hope it helps somebody. I hope seeing me and my display of emotion for every single person that opens up this podcast and gets to this point and sees this, I really hope that my display of emotion lets you know that it's okay for the, I'm doing it in front of mostly strangers. I don't know a lot of y'all from a can of freaking paint. You feel me? So if I can do it in front of strangers, what's stopping you from doing it in front of people that you care about? And I fucking hate crying. Niggas that know me know that I hate to motherfucking cry. But it really, since I feel for humanity so much, it really hurts me to see so many people hurting and choosing to stay in that hurt when they can get out of it. They may not know how, but they're too afraid to take even the first steps to, hey, to say, hey, I need help. I need help dealing with this emotion, dealing with that emotion, coping through this, figuring out how I'm going to move on with my life. I need help. Can you help me? And I hope this is the first step to get that ball rolling to for people to see that you may need to call up that person who's on your mind when you think of when you see this, like, damn, like... I'm going through this situation and this person is trying to help me and I need to reach out to this person so they can help me. Y'all not doing it. And I don't understand why. And you're 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 hurting and you and you start hurting other people. Hurt people hurt people. And you're hurting for different reasons, but now you're starting to push people away who really care about you and really want to be around you, you know. You're pushing them away or you're hurting them or you're you're causing them unnecessary stress worrying about you when all you have to do is open your mouth and say exactly how you feel. And if you don't have the words, then that's okay. Maybe you just need to sit alone and feel somebody's presence to make you feel like you're okay enough to find the words to say what you need to say. Um... I can't believe I sat here and cried on camera. That's just wow. I definitely might not share this video. I don't know. We, we'll see. Um, this shit's just... It's, it's, a, it's a topic, like I said, that's close to home. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all definitely probably watered up just like I did. Because you can connect with this feeling. Like, you can connect with this 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 feeling of, of emptiness and a black hole. And just feeling like you're sunk. And you're just refusing to go and talk to someone. This is never an easy or fun topic to talk about. Like, by far. It is not. 
it is not at all. It's very uncomfortable for me to sit here and talk to people about it. And I know that no one likes a constantly deep podcast or overly emotional podcast or anything like that because it makes you feel down. And I promise you, all of them are not going to be like this. It's just this is the 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 this is what I'm going through at this moment and I'm being raw and live with y'all. I'm being completely open and an open book as far as a bunch of situations. And I don't mind putting myself on the chopping block or putting my my feelings out there. And I don't mind being the face of being ridiculed about this or about that as long as it helps at least one person. As long as it helps at least one person, I'm perfectly fine with that because that one person is going to help one person and that one person is going to help one person and that one person is going to help one person and so on and so forth. And there's room enough in this world. Like I said, everybody knows where we're point V, where this road ends to, leads to. It's just in between that time, what are you going to do about, what are you going to do on that road? Are you going to make your, your road miserable and, and sad and emotionless and lacking of feeling and full of heartache? Is that what you're going to do? Is that how you're going to have this journey? Or are you going to take your hits as they come and continue to roll with it? Sometimes through life, you got to just take, you got to kind of like get, just get bumped around, get bumped around, get bumped around. But that doesn't mean you need to build up walls and make your, make yourself, make a, make your road a tunnel. So no one can get in and no one can get out. And all you're doing is looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. And you know where that light is? Uh, in the ground. So now you close out your whole darkness and by the time you get to the the light at the end of the tunnel, your life is over. When you don't have to build up these walls around your road, you can keep your road open and see people passing basically. And let them pass. If people want to come in and join on your road and your journey, let them do that. If they need to veer off and then come back, let them do that. But you have to stay true to yourself at the end of the day. I promise y'all one thing, if this if this podcast does take off or anything like that, y'all, I will I will always be the same. I always I want y'all to remember this moment of me crying on freaking camera and all that other stuff when it when everything goes down. But I'm definitely gonna be the same person. I I'm speaking genuinely from my heart. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. So I'm trying to teach people as best as I can. Speak from your heart and say what you mean. There's going to be fake people. There's going to be, you know, that's always going to happen. That's 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 going to happen. You're going to have people who may not actually be fake, but to you, that's the behavior that they're just choosing to display. And you have to either decide if you're going to take that person how they are or move on with your life. Like... It, the choice is really, truly, ultimately up to you. Um, you just gotta, you got, all I can think of is, is keep going, bruh. Like, keep going. You have to. You gotta keep going. Now, I'm probably gonna end up cutting this podcast short, quite honestly, because I... It's getting a little uncomfortable for me to sit here and continue to talk to y'all when I got dried up tears on my face. Um, but I'm definitely going to try to keep going because I know 
maybe there's something else that I need to say. I feel like someone is watching or is going to watch that definitely needs to hear something that I have inside of me to say. But I really can't find those words right now. But I will say this and I'll leave you with this. You can go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow and not wake up tomorrow. Are you going to be okay? Not with what you've done today. Fuck being productive as far as that, as far as this concerns, this topic concerns. Are you going to be okay with the last conversation you have with the person that you so-called love? Are you going to be okay with the last conversation or how you left things with someone that you used to have, used to be in love with? Are you okay with leaving how leaving things how they are with your family members with your mother your father with anyone i can definitely sit here and tell you that i would not be okay with a with a few things leaving people not not telling them how i feel but i'm usually really good at telling people how i feel when i go quiet and i don't say anything to someone anymore i'm just tired of repeating myself that's pretty much it but um take that and think about that and, and and truly ingest that and go through it and don't trick yourself into thinking that you would be okay if you're not okay then you need to make that phone call you need to send that text message and damn how that person fuck how that person replies to you if you got something you need to fucking say and get that shit off your chest as far as love, hate, or whatever towards that person, you need to do that shit and fuck how they reply to you, even if they do or if they don't. Because you have said exactly what you needed to say and got that shit off your chest, got that shit off your heart, got it off your brain, and keep it fucking moving from there. Because that person has to deal with it from there on out. You said and you put ball in their court and you need to move the fuck on. Now, if they continue to move on with you, then that's cool. If they don't and they don't say shit or they say some negative ass shit that makes you re wish almost damn near like, damn, I wish I would have never said nothing. Don't wish that because you would have been continuing to live with those feelings and those words and replaying them over and over and over and over again in your head. Fuck how that person replies. You need to say what you need to say to get that shit off your fucking chest and you need to move forward from there. Don't send something hoping for a reply if you send a goddamn book if you send a goddamn paragraph if you call and you leave a voicemail until that bitch cuts the fuck off on you do that fucking shit and move the fuck on with your life don't let nobody tell you that you need to feel bad for how you feel because you can't help the way that you feel when you feel something in your heart you can't help the way that that makes you feel, how that person's actions make you feel. You can't fucking help that shit. So don't let nobody tell you that you're wrong. Say how you fucking feel and move the fuck on. Because if, to, if, if today ended today, like right now, would you be able to rest easy knowing that you said everything and that you needed to say to the people that you either care about or needed to say something to before the day end, ends. And that's for everybody. If everybody were to die at the end of the day, would you be okay with how you left that person? And I'm gonna leave y'all with that. And I will see y'all next week. I'm sorry for cutting it short. Y'all definitely not gonna see my face. <laughs>